It's time for the weekly Q&A that we call Splunk Talk. Episode 17 for Friday, October 1st, 2010. I've got my Splunk pipe. On today's show, we deviate from the norm and pipe all the questions to a roundtable discussion on the search language. Now you can use pipes to your advantage. Let's get going. I gotta have more cowbell. Splunk Talk, writing answers without a doubt. Splunk Talk, we'll help you figure it out. Splunk Talk, that you tell the whole world about Splunk Talk. Splunk Talk. Hey everybody, we're back. Week number 17 of Splunk Talk. I can't believe we've done this for 17 straight weeks. Ooh. With my incredible attention deficit disorder. <laughs> it is a miracle. <sighs> Cue the ELO music. <laughs> <laughs> You have a uh, attention attention de- deficit. I have a punctuation pronunciation disorder. I think but you have a P- really you have APP. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. Do you have, really have a? Do you, can you not keep your attention on something very very long? What? Can you not? Are you serious? <laughs> who? So. <laughs> who do we got on the? Who just, do we got on the show today? Jeff Blake, are you there? I am here. Where are you today? I just made it back to the uh, sunny city of Chicago. Are you in the dark? <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, I am not just uh, philosophically, but but also a darkened room. Awesome! You're in, are you, are you in your basement? I'm in my basement uh, lair. I like to call it. It used to be an office. Now it's a lair. Yeah, like in like dot. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like an evil underground lair. Yeah. Okay, so Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, how's it going? Hey, Maverick. I got a feeling it's it's br- you're bright and bushy-tailed today, aren't you? I, I am. I'm, I'm, it's very bright, and um, uh, it's so it's so bright, like extremely bright. I have to keep my eyes closed right now. Do you have the shades on that you used at Splunk Talk number whatever when we had our uh, our uh, Splunk Ten. live? Yeah, Splunk User Conference. I, I, I wish, but, I wish, but I don't. That's why my eyes are closed right mm. now. He doesn't have a lair either because he has hair. Okay. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so All right. So uh, it's Michael Wild here, Splunk Ninja Guy. And, you know, Maverick and I were talking, as we do often. And we were thinking about, instead of doing Q&A today, deviating from the norm, is have a discussion about search language more focused on um, using pipes. So some of you use the search language and like the beginner guys that like do and, and, or, and not, and click, click, click. And some of the really advanced people do some crazy stuff with the search language. But um, in the middle of that, there's kind of everybody else who might have some questions. So we thought we'd kind of go over pipes, you know, where maybe where they came from, how we're using them, some of our favorite search commands and some experiences that we had using Splunk. So, well, as the resident uh, historian on the Does team, that mean you're the oldest? <sighs> by default, it does, actually. Wow. Our, yeah. Apparently, it does. Our seasoned citizen, Jeff. Seasoned citizen? Yeah. Okay. okay. Real Jeff. Real I Jeff, like, what, do you, what do you have to say about the pipe? I, I can tell you where it came from. How's you lay that? the pipe, Jeff. That's, oh, that's cool. <laughs> <clears throat> This is a uh, all ages show, I thought. 
Pipe came from Unix. Unix is uh, our heritage. This is, you know, for us old guys, that's that's the old school stuff, the good stuff, the real stuff, real computing, none of this uh, other stuff. So Pipe, yeah, that was a, was a big deal. Um, command line interface. Um, instead of having to memorize all these cryptic things that you had from the mainframe days, you, you could do these awesome things with commands at the shell level. And you could put a Pipe character in there and have it where the output from your first command could actually become the input to the next command. And you'd use that with the pipe. It's called pipelining the instructions or pipelining the commands. And uh, the brilliant guys, uh, engineers at Splunk, kind of appropriated that. And we have that in the search language uh, support as well. So, And in fact, a lot of the awesome Unix uh, functions uh, you can use in, in the Splunk search language too. So you could say, you know, you can look for something like the word error and then pipe that through. Um, you can say error pipe top, or excuse me, error pipe head or error pipe tail. And that give you the head gives you the, the top, the what would be the most recent 10 results from that. And tail would give you the 10 oldest ones. There's a bunch of other ones there that are supported in a similar way. Unique, which is kind of like the, if you've used dedupe, it's the unique is the... Unix way to do it. There's uh, top. There's, there's a bunch of other ones. I'm sure you guys will pile on and add to that. But uh, that's where it came from. The pipe command. Unix. Old school. Awesome. Good stuff. Thanks, Real Jeff. Real Jeff. Okay. Okay. So um, I like to use the pipe. Now, just so that Jeff remembers, the pipe is that character that's right above the return key. Just hit the shift key and then usually shift backslash. And not not just for ASCII art. Not just for ASCII art. Although, if you go to the command line in Splunk and type Splunk space FTW, you get you will get ASCII art. Okay, bet you didn't know that, did you? you oh, did, really? Yeah. You get the oh, really? Right. Oh. <laughs> you, can't say, you, can't you got me. <laughs> <laughs> so I use the pipe. I here's a here is a little story. So um, I became a Splunk user kind of for the first time in four years, although everyone knows I use Splunk. Most of it's to help people um, who are looking at it and help them figure out how to do things with it. But, you know, we started this podcast 17 weeks ago, and we uh, trap all the the, uh, analytics um, in Apache logs because you can't really get Google analytics on things like... mp3 and m4a downloads and so of course you know hey we got a tool that does we got a tool that that can process it so i start eating them up with splunk and you know i had built this this really cool analytics dashboard if you go to splunk you know splunk talks website if you haven't seen it go there click on it it's pretty cool but as i was building it you know i started with the apache logs and i'm you know i just did star and I'm looking through the logs because I'm trying to figure out, well, what's interesting about this podcast? What what can I learn about uh, uh, what what's happening, what behavior is and what listeners are doing and, and all that kind of stuff just from the logs? And so I use a command called Rex. Now, Rex is search time field extraction. And I might, for example, uh, look up some. Um, some of the MP3 or M4A files, you know, the actual music files, and then pipe it to Rex. And, well, Splunk will pull out the file name, the whole file name, 
whatever it is, you know, Splunk Talk 14 dash whatever the file name is, .mp3, you know, I might want to figure out which type are people using. So I pipe it to Rex, use the file name as the field I want to pull out of, and write a little regex that, that pulls out a new field called file type. So I can tell whether it's an XML, an MP3, an HTM, or an M4A. So I'm going along, and okay, I'm doing some little reports in that in the field picker. Now I can see which are the most popular files. And I start looking forth, and I find, wow, there's you know iTunes. Okay, we know everybody's using iTunes. I wonder which version. So I take that whole search command and pipe it back to Rex, and extract the version of iTunes out of the user agent field. Okay, that was kind of interesting. So I'm going across. I'm like, wow, Google Listen. Google Listen is Android's player. So I pull that out and do a different field. And, you know, I might, for example, then pipe this thing back to search and make sure I find any field that has an MP3 or M4A in it. So I'm doing this whole big search pipeline um, with a whole bunch of commands and getting, you know, a nice little set of uh, fields that are pulled out. Now, just so you know, if you're not a red super regex person, or maybe you are, you don't have to have one rex command that pulls out all the fields that you want. You can basically pipe it to rex, pull out the file type, pipe it to rex, pull out the version of iTunes, pipe it to rex, pull out the version of the Android player, pipe it to rex, pull out which iPhone or iPad. So you can continually go back and forth and just pick out the things that you're interested and you end up with all the fields that you'd like while you're searching and investigating. Later on, you can persist them, but just wanted you to be aware that you actually can pipe the one command to the same command multiple times. Because really, as Jeff said, it's taking the output of some action and sending it to another operator. So that's kind of how I I like to use it and have used it even even for this uh, this deal. I think that's pretty cool. That's it's kind of showing the like you're saying the searching and troubleshooting type aspects of it, and kind of on the fly ad hoc late binding, kind of pulling it out, extracting it. You know, it, it's not altering the underlying data because we're not in a database, right? So it's not no not no alteration of anything underneath that that's been indexed. It's just creating the structure and creating the normalization of that field as you go. So it's really, and I, I like using it as well. Um, and usually I'll end up, once I find a regex that works for me, I'll move it into the manager fields and then go to field extractions. I can put it as an, you can put it as an inline inst extraction there and save it off to where then Splunk always looks for that pattern and you don't have to pipe the Rex anymore. But you'll use Rex in the, in the beginning when you're trying to discover something uh, or when you spot something that you didn't even know was there and you say, hey, let me pull that field out and count that or sum that value over time, et cetera. So uh, I think that's really good. But there's another aspect of it that brings an incredible amount of value in my, in my, in my mind, in my opinion, in my experience. You know, when, you, when, you, when you're trying to do the reports that you're trying to get. Now, now, now Michael, you have this project. So you kind of know maybe some of what you're trying to do, um, maybe know the requirements. But but when you get tapped on the shoulder by your manager or another teammate, or, you know, and saying, hey, we need to get a report, try to try to figure out what's going on here. Or uh, a compliance officer wants to see something, um, then, you know, a certain way, then, then you may have to start like what I call developing a search to get the report that meets their requirements. And you have to think it through and you have to kind of develop it and kind of do the search piece by piece. So you might pipe to... The initial things that you want, like regex or or, or rex or, or other commands, um, like eval, for example, or head, um, stats. Um, one of the ones I like to use is fields. At the end, so I'll do my search, pipe to whatever, and then I pipe the fields at the end. 
and I pull out the field. I just list the two or three fields that I want to see to kind of get a feel for if it, the search is working and, and, and I'm getting t- towards the report that I want or not. Or at the end of the report when I say stats or time chart, then I might pipe the fields at the end um, to kind of see what it looks like there. Uh, and if I save it that way, it'll display that way in the dashboard. Um, then another command I'll, I'll pipe to that to kind of do the similar thing is a table. I'll pipe to table and then list out the fields, and it just throws things in the table um, just as is, so I can kind of just uh, get rid of all the other stuff of the event and just look at the things that I want to see. And then, you know, I won't include that in my final search uh, string, but it'll just be something I use to kind of help me develop what I'm doing as I go along. And then another thing I was going to tell you guys, um, have you ever, have you guys made any custom commands? You know that we can we can totally do that. Oh, Really? <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, when you pipe to diff command or whatever, like, did you, did you guys know diff command is actually a Python script, actually? I did, yes. I've never written a search command because I'm not as smart as Jeff, but um, I know a number of people who have. Like Nimish. Yeah, so you can totally pipe to... Nimish. You know, yeah, Nimish probably exactly. makes his own. <laughs> Uh, so like if you wanted, so you can actually clone some of those scripts or take one of those scripts, cannibalize and make your own command so you can actually extend and add to the search language and then pipe to your command to have it do whatever you want it to do. So there's some creative things that you might think about using there. <laughs> yeah. If you download, there's an app called, um, MaxMind, uh, M-A-X-M-I-N-D. And if you download that thing, it's up on Splunk Base. Uh, you can pipe to lookup. So lookup is one of the other popular things that you'll pipe to. And lookup just lets you, uh, well, look up information from a database or a CSV table or Python script or whatever. And the MaxMind app allows you to look up, uh, do GOIP lookups. So in my um, in my analytics dashboard for Splunk Talk, I will run my search and I'll pipe it to lookup space GOIP and the field that has your IP in it. So look up GOIP client IP, and then it'll actually return, you know, what city, state, and country, and whatever, where you, where you live. And uh, that's, that's kind of an example of, you know, some of the things that you might do with pipe. Um, another thing to add to Maverick's oh. thing is fields is a really good command to pipe to because fields limits the fields that Splunk will return. So a lot of times you'll just search on error or you'll search on something. And Splunk's going to extract all the fields on demand, and then it'll run MapReduce on every single field, and it'll run statistical analysis on that field. It does all this magic at at search time. Well, you can make it not do that. Let's say you wanted only two or three fields to to show up. Uh, You just pipe it to fields first, and Splunk will only display those fields, and the search actually ends up a lot faster because you're not having to do all this extra work. What I found, I, I said this to someone this week, we have made Splunk as inefficient and easy to use as possible. So what you see when you get out of the box is the most pretty, totally easiest way to do things, not completely the fastest. So if you ever run into a situation where you think Splunk's a little slow, there's probably some cool ways that you can use the pipe command to make the whole system a whole lot faster. 
Correct. And if you're trying to develop the search like I'm doing, I don't have time to wait for it. So that's another reason too, right? To take advantage of that performance gain because I'm just iteratively going through and trying to figure out what my ultimately ultimate search is going to be. Um, the other thing I was going to say, the eval, I just want to expand on it just a little bit. The eval statement for, if you go search Splunk.com, search for eval, and then I think space function. So eval functions, I think you'll get a list of all the things that you can evaluate um, as part of of, uh, you know, creating temporary variables that you can use, uh, just like a real search, just like a scripting language, right? You can have eval if statements, eval is null, eval uh, to lower if you need to lower. Some, sometimes some field values will be uppercase and lowercase in the same or different uh, events, and you may want to make them all lowercase so they all get normalized correctly to the same, uh, the values get uh, evaluated uh, and normalized to a uh, all lowercase so you can get the accurate count or the accurate sum. Um, so you might do an eval to lower, for example. So just an idea to look up eval functions and uh, on Splunk.com. Yeah, I'm surprised no one's mentioned transaction because transaction is one of those other things that a lot of new users have no idea about. And I was talking to uh, someone this week, and he has Postfix logs. Postfix is a Unix mail server. And, you know, we indexed, we pulled out a lot of fields by default because Postfix has key value pairs in it, but Splunk didn't pull out the message QID. And so I, you know, pulled up, I was WebExing with it, pulled up, you know, did my recs, boom, got the message ID, piped a transaction, or got the QID, sorry, got the QID, piped a transaction space QID. The thing totally just uh, took all the message QIDs, put them all together, and now I had entire message streams out of it. Transaction's a cool command to do that. I know Maverick's done some crazy stuff with transactions. I, 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 yeah, I've actually had searches where I piped a transaction three times. Like you talk about multiple times, right? I piped it three times. Maybe have wow. a piped an event listing in between. Yeah, because I have four different sources, and yeah. I and I it, for the, the what the user conference. I think we um, we went over an example of that in my session. But yeah, I, I helped a customer actually go across three, four different sources, linking by three different uh, fields different fields that were kind of chained together. So it was a massive transitive transactional search and it took about three trans transaction commands, you know, in the pipings. And it was like, I think about 15 pipes altogether. So I was going to ask you guys, what's the most you've ever piped? Like how many pipes have you ever had in, in the biggest search you've ever done? Jeff, do you have, you, is, you is this like a contest? No, I'm just uh, want to see if mine's bigger than just let it go know, right now. Longer or whatever. Uh, so I, I, <laughs> I feel uncomfortable with this line of, uh, you're, you're creating a hostile work so, environment. Okay, so let's remind everybody of some of the things that are coming up. Uh, I believe there's a, there's a couple of Splunk Lives coming up. Never been to a Splunk Live? Go. They're cool. Splunk what, what Live. Is a, what is it's action-packed. What I found, it's action-packed. Splunk Live, um, it's basically, it's a sort of a Splunk meeting. Comes, it comes to your town. Not really quite a rock show, but um, you get uh, some interesting demos of Splunk. There's usually a technical session. There's a couple presentations. A lot of times customers, almost every time, the local customers in your area will speak so you can kind of meet some of the people that might be solving problems that you have. And there's usually a free grub, which is always good. So It's always good. So, so we actually have, guess how, guess how many we have this month in October? Guess how many? Four. Tell me. No. Six. How do you know that? Six. Yes, we do. <laughs> 
because I have a list. I'm gonna I'm gonna share the are list you, with you here. Are Hold you involved in all of them? No, I might. I don't know. I might do it. I might fly out to all these places. I mean, who knows? Um, but uh, at least the smartest people we have at the company will be at these for sure. And your local uh, sales support and pre-sale support folks will be uh, joining for sure. SEs just like us in those areas. So on October 5th, uh, we're going to be in Denver. And October 7th, we're going to be in Seattle. So we're going to fly across the country a couple of days later on the 7th, which is next week. Um, on the 19th of this month, we're going to be in uh, Jeff, real Jeff Land of Chicago. Uh, did you know we were going to be there, Jeff? It's either the Sheraton or the Westin. They're they're pitting the two uh, properties against each other in a bidding war. It's very exciting. <laughs> All right, that's good. <laughs> Sounds exciting. But it's it's downtown. It's in the Loop. It's either the North Loop or the Mid Loop, and uh, yeah, the, cool. Both both venues are nice. All right, and then on the 21st, which is a couple days later, we'll be out in Charlotte, North Carolina. And then uh, the 26th will be in New York City, which if Nimbus was on, the fake Jeff, he could tell us where that is. But uh, we'll tell you more about it in the future podcast. We'll, we'll give him details the details there. And then, and then, yes. It is, a Marriott Marquis. Okay, cool. So we don't need fake Jeff to do it. That's great. And then here. <laughs> Isn't there one in Dallas? It's uh, on 28th, right. So they'll fly yeah, all the way yeah. out here. Which 28th. one are you going to, Maverick? Um, I'm not. I don't know. I might go to all of them. I might go to. I'm definitely going to the Dallas one because, well, I'm. I live here. I have to go to that one because I would not miss that. I. I don't know. I might go to the New York. I might go to the Charlotte one. I have lots of customers out in Charlotte, so I might go there, possibly. You're not going to come up here no. and help me? No. I, nah, no. No, we're good. You don't even okay. do that. We're good. I. You know, I'm also. I'm going to New York City, <laughs> babies. I'm going to New York for interop. Yes, Interop's going to be totally Interop? fun. Interop? So we're in the knock at Interop. The Wild's going to be there. I might be doing some live broadcasting. Who knows? It's going to be fun as always. You know, uh, Interop's a pretty pretty rad, rad, rad event. It's, it's tubular. <laughs> oh, my God. All righty. <laughs> Last segment of the day. Last segment of the day. Uh, what did we learn this week? Usually, Jeff has nothing. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna complain about What's gravitar. gravitar. Uh, you know, but that's probably gravitar. Yeah, no, it's probably not appropriate. <laughs> gravitar. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to sing that to you. That's all. I yeah. I, I Maverick's actually a pretty good singer. Thank you. But Thank I digress. You. Okay, Jeff, go ahead. Gravitar. No, no. You no, think no, gravitar is fail? Well, no, I I got no problem with Gravatar. I I I'm I'm a little um I, it's, oh, okay. it's not appropriate for this. You'd have to bleep them out too many times probably. I'm a, I'm a little I'm a little unnerved that we we are so tightly integrated uh, with it with Splunk answers. But I'm sure there's a good reason that I just have not been enlightened to yet. It has not been elucidated to me yet. Well, you know, I I think Gravatar is fabulous. I'm a big fan of it. I'm looking for a Gravatar T-shirt if anyone has one, and uh, I'm actually considering uh, changing my name to Gravatar. So, Maverick, what's up? You got anything? Does it, does that mean you're going to have like giant golden <laughs> eyes and blue skin? Yes. No, that's okay. No, that's because that's a, that's Gravatar, right? Huh. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <Avatar>. <laughs> oh, oh, right, right, okay, right. Sorry, 
Go ahead, Mav. Oh, no, I was just, I don't, I mean, I guess uh, not really much to talk about since I've kind of lost my top ranking on Splunk Answers now, so I can't even go over that anymore. Um, but it's it's kind of funny you brought that up because, uh, you know, <laughs> it saves us from doing it, but yeah, hey. Yeah, exactly. What happened? Do you have a good story? It's uh it's, it's any yeah. quarter and you're really super busy. Well, see, I've been asking people to like go and, uh, especially on this show, to go and and uh, vote my questions up so I can keep up on the topic. But I'm just being I'm just being ousted down to like the third column, soon the fourth column, and then I just hate to admit it, but no, eventually, dude, Wild's this is part of my campaign to take you down. Okay. I know. That's what so, I mean. so I've been doing what you said, and I've been pressing that that downward arrow a lot. That's, no, I didn't say down arrow. See, that's that's, that's what you asked for, right? No, that's not what I asked for. No, it's the up arrow. The up it goes up towards the north. Oh, oh, to oh. That okay. Is that uh, ceiling towards the ceiling? Well, I didn't do anything wrong, did I? That didn't, not, that didn't affect no. your banking at all, did it? It's okay, it's okay real Jeff. It's okay. Um, but I did get a new badge. I got the new badge for finally one of my questions that I talked about on an earlier podcast finally went uh, to a past a thousand views. So it's a, it's a um, notable question or something like that. Nice. Or noticeable question. Nice. Do you get like a patch for that? Maybe that you can put on your, is, is there a, a bronze, if there was a merit a badge, badge so. for splunking, your sash <laughs> would be filled up Maverick. <laughs> Look, I'm, so so yeah, it would probably would be so so any so all of you, all of you listening, if you haven't seen Splunk Answers or Answers Splunk dot com, you need to you need to go right now to Answers Splunk dot com and sign up, and uh, and ask your question to help answer, help take me and, off the leaderboard. Just try and, and and don't forget they they need to update their gravatar profile. Oh yeah, that's correct. That's correct. Yeah, if anybody is going to be, if anyone who is listening to this right now is in San Francisco or that area, Maverick and I will be in town next week. That's the week of October 4th through 8th, tearing it up. So if if you're around, um, let's have a beer. I have to roll out of here because today is my third anniversary to my lovely wife, Katie. Hey, happy birthday. I, I think it's it's also the anniversary of the most recent uh, date night, which I think was like a year ago as well with our kids. You guys are, you need to work on that. Yeah, I know. I know. Right. I, very, very it, cool. it's, it's me versus Splunk versus F5 versus the kids. So that's how it is. Anyways. Well, we're, we're proud of you and have fun and do you get a bat do you get a badge for that uh actually i get one of the silver you know with the merit badges the ones that are silver on the outside because that qualifies you for eagle okay yeah <laughs> of which Splunk. i of which i am anyways just wanted to thank everyone for this for listening to this little banter about pipes and search commands hopefully it helps you understand a little bit more about the search language and how we are using it and have a fabulous week and as always, happy splunking. Y'all better watch out now. Because Splunk is about to take over the world. One data center. <laughs>